0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 66 of the Butters podcast. This is my conversation with Ben Foreman. This conversation and this podcast is made possible thanks to the generous support of my patrons, with a special thank you to Nick Coddle from the United States for signing up as a patron. Nick, thank you so much for your support. And if you too would like to support this podcast as a patron, you can do so by jumping onto patreon.com forward butters. But for now, thank you again for tuning in to episode 66 of the butters podcast, my conversation with Ben Foreman. Enjoy. Well, like, what's what's okay, front so of th- mind
1: today? The topics that are floating around uh, in my mind of late are or is energy time and identity
0: and abundance, those four things. Well those are major We're right? <laughs> yeah. we talking about like personal individual energy or um like the energy sector and money that can be made business wise. No, the energy
1: <laughs> sector, yeah, like the like the energy within um within beings. Or within I mm-hmm. guess like The universe kind of like the it's it's where you get into the kind of like hippy dippy space of souls and that sort of
0: thing you know yeah so Um, why so why why are you in this realm now um, did something happen yeah oh yeah um
1: but i I guess i can't you can't talk about it that's fair no i can i just need to be pg about it i guess um But it was a group orgy, wasn't it? (laughs) No, I did go to Burning Man though. Um, (laughs) nah, um, so yeah, I guess like I've been exploring a bunch of different modalities of like wellness and of um, of opening up my mind, really. And um, some of those, some of those modalities are like breath work, um, and uh some are yoga some are mindfulness and there's a whole bunch of other ways that you can get to these deep Mm -hmm. places of um becoming extremely present with oneself Mm -hmm. and when you get to those spaces then you start to tap into your own energy um and actually really feel that energy and um and then once you really start to understand your own energy, you start to understand how that relates to other people's energies and then how that relates to the energy um, that is all around us and all living things, really. Wow. Um And so I guess I've just been going deeper and deeper with that and trying to feel more and more into that and understanding that um, there are there's kind of like two lenses in which you can see the world. One is the lens of the physical, you know, a very, like, physics-based, like... You are here you have a denim jacket on like you know you're a physical person or i can like look with the other lens of like an energetic lens of like you are a being here who has a certain energy and a certain frequency and i have an energy and a frequency and how those energies going to like interlock and sometimes you meet people and your energies clash and sometimes you meet them and it's a really deep interlocking and you understand each other deeply and everything seems to work in harmony. And the more I explore that, the more I learn that you can, um, using intention, you can, I guess, like manipulate those energies in a way to make them like more seamless and interlock in a more beautiful way, in a deeper way. Um, what?
0: so what's that manipulation how does that well, come I about it
1: comes, it, it's all around intention really um, and it's around how you um, yeah how you show up into a space into a conversation into a relationship and and what you want to bring to that and like all it really takes is intention and I think that's the beautiful thing about it it's not overly complicated like if you decide to be a happy joyful person you can be a happy joyful person if you decide to love you can love like something that i'm learning more and more is that there is a wellspring of all of these beautiful things that are there if we want them like yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not they're not like love for example is not something that you have to go and like earn and mine and have a limited like pool of like it's not a finite resource it's yeah. like it's infinite and so if you tap into that wellspring and you decide to share that and live that and have the intentionality of that then you can and that's been something that i've been exploring recently and has been like really beautiful to yeah. and seeing myself show up in all these different experiences with just um yeah, so much more of everything. And that's where abundance comes into
0: it. Yeah, I was going to... So, so did it start from this, this energy mm-hmm. aspect? Is that what kind of led you to then look at wealth and abundance as also something where there's an endless supply that you can tap into? Is that... It,
1: or? Yeah, and I think I'm, when I'm talking about abundance, I'm not talking about abundance from like a physical, like having heaps of stuff abundance. Like it's a, a it's an abundance of self. It's oh, an abundance okay. of like self-worth um and all of that more valuable it's a thousand times more valuable like all the other stuff doesn't really matter like obviously there is your basic needs and they totally matter um Mm -hmm. but once you get past that then the thing that really matters is yeah your sense of self your um your joy your contentment your happiness you know and that is something that you can really yeah that you can have an abundance whether you have a lot of stuff or not you know Mm -hmm. But then what also ends up happening is that if you are living with this abundant mindset, then it starts to flow on into like things as well, you know, because people are drawn to you, opportunities are drawn to you, like things start to click, like life gets a lot more, you're in flow and then obviously like opportunities breed, um, breed success. Yeah. So wrestler seems to be doing very well. Wow. Interestingly enough, like we are in a time of challenge. We have historically done very, very well, but um, this recession has spooked. Oh. Well, there's a combination of the recession and then like the government having spent like however much they spent in COVID, like a hundred billion dollars or whatever. Now they're like pulling the brakes on spending, oh. and so both our public and private clients are like really pulling the brakes. And oh. advertising is one of the first things to kind of get. Put aside. So we're definitely in like a um, a slow down mode, but it is what it is, and it's
0: it's. But so would would. From a business perspective, would you always be kind of checking in with your own energy and sense of worth and stuff as a deliberate strategy to the ongoing success of wrestler? Like, yeah. is that something that you kind of? Uh, you, you know that you understand is also an essential part the hippy dippy unseen energy side of stuff will actually mean the bottom line of a business financially will do better like is that is that
1: a hundred percent and i feel so fortunate that i went on the journey of learning all these things in the good times so that now in the bad times are here i'm not like yeah i'm not impacted by like these the roller coaster of it where i used to be for Mm -hmm. sure but now um i'm like steady as and if you ask me how i'm doing i'm gonna say i'm doing really great and that's not like the success of yeah like a business is not does not determine the success of me you know um and also like these are factors that i can't control you know like it's this so it's so big and so why would i let that like consume me um, so yeah, I've I've been able to through like the disciplines that I have in my life stay really like constant and upbeat, and has allowed me to yeah have the the energy to tackle yeah. the problems.
0: I think I actually remember hearing I don't know if it was a podcast or an interview or something a while ago, and I hope I remember this correctly, but I'm pretty sure you talked about the fact that you yeah you associated your sense of self worth with the success of your business. Mm-hmm. So, when you're exploring these different modalities, was that you trying to separate? Um, Okay. And actually, on the floor right there, I was doing, like, a breathwork
1: meditation one day. And I just had this, like, immense clarity of, like, wow, you are not the things you create. You know? Like, I think... Being a creative person, you put so much of your identity into yeah. the things yeah. you create, and and That's for awesome. business owners as well, it's like you think that that is you, but it's like it's not. Like you are so different to the outputs that you create. They are they are just that they're outputs, you know, and they're beautiful and they're amazing, and they are a representation of you, but they're not. They they're not you.
0: But <laughs> but how do you? I don't I don't I can't imagine that would be an easy thing to do though as a creative. If you're an artist and you paint a picture and you put time and effort into it, money into it, passion into it, late nights into it, then how do you separate yourself from that? And 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 if you so you know wrestler is doing all this amazing production for different companies and that helps those companies to also grow and wrestler can you know can can say look at all the people we've worked with look at all the things we've done how can how can you not be like that's me well,
1: i, I feel a sense of pride around it and i feel like um because i've been doing this like 12 years now you know and dedicated like yeah. a third of my life to it um so there's definitely a sense of pride there's definitely a sense of like i see myself in the business yeah. and i see um how yeah how i've kind of like grown it in a way that represents me but um i guess i've yeah i've had to learn to like free myself of the like the burden of that attachment because it can it will trap you whether it's successful or unsuccessful like either way it's a trap because these things, yeah, because these things create their own momentum, and then all of a sudden, like if you can't separate yourself from them, then you're not actually in control of, of, like again, your sense of self or your identity. Because as the business goes in this direction, and all the people who are feeding into it take it into the certain direction, mm-hmm. you just have to you go have to be and carried along. With yeah, you it. have right, to. Right. But if you can separate yourself from it and go, okay, well that is a separate thing, and I am my own being. Then it can go where it needs to go, and you can still remain stable in yourself. Yeah. So, do you feel like you have mastered that, or is this something you are still mastering? I'm definitely like still on that journey. I think, I think I'm like, I think I'm in a really good place though, you know. And I think I've spent the last maybe like three years really. Oh wow. um, Really working on it. Yeah, really working on it, and like really.
0: It's a long time. I mean, that's a good investment
1: yeah yeah but it's like all these things all these different like disciplines and practices take a lot of time you know like meditation takes a while to really get the hang of Mm -hmm. things like breath work things like um what else do i do i do like a lot of like hot cold therapy yeah which i find really powerful for um your stress response because you're training yourself to be in these moments of intense stress like whether you're in the hot or you're in the cold Mm. and that trains your parasympathetic nervous system to allow you to be in control so when you find yourself in a stressful situation in normal life like say we lose a pitch or something then normally i would get like this immense like rush of um of whether it's anger or sadness or you know that emotion and it kind of takes over and you're at the whim of that whereas since I've been doing this hot cold therapy I've trained myself to like a stressful moment hits and I have this window of a couple of seconds where I get to decide what I do with that situation whether I want to be happy about it sad about it whatever because like when I'm in the sauna and I'm like I need to get out of here I'm the one choosing what I want to do you know so it's just like it's like a muscle memory thing but um yeah it's really allowed me to as stressful situations come into my life just be like okay how do I want to how do I want to perceive this how do I want to roll with it and sometimes I do just lean into what like into the whatever that like you know that feeling of fear or sadness or whatever like I don't I don't ignore that Uh but I'm aware of it and I think awareness is like that's where the power lies if you can become aware of things then it's not in control you're in control but you can still feel these things you know like
0: but so if you're that's a really interesting point so if you're aware of something but the emotion takes over is that you still in control or you i think so yeah because you're allowing yourself to be like okay i'm sad right now and and i'm I'm human so i'm allowed to feel sad
1: yeah i want to feel sad about this and and that allows you. I think that allows you to actually process that emotion fully. You know, right. like you're not hiding away from it. You're not um, trying to ignore any of it. You're fully aware of of that emotion, why you're feeling that emotion, and then you just feel it, you process it, and
0: then you can move on. Wow. And breathwork wise, how does that actually work? I've heard people talk about breathwork, but yeah, there's a bunch of different
1: types of breathwork. Um, there, I don't know the proper names for them, like holotropic is um, one, there's, you know, the Wim Hof method, method. Um, and the method that I do is, um, like, a, through, like, the Kriya, like, yoga system or whatever, I think, again, I don't know the exact terminology, but it's a real simple um, sequence of, like, breathing in through your stomach, in through your chest, out through your mouth, and you're doing all the breathing in through your mouth as well. And you just repeat that like for maybe 20 to 30 minutes and you're probably listening to some music you're lying down flat on the ground um and for the first five minutes you're like this sucks what am i doing why am i doing this This is like really bizarre and then like 10 minutes in it's kind of like when you go to the gym and your body's like okay i get what i'm doing here now like I'm, i'm you know in flow and then you start to kind of tune out of what you're actually doing and you start dropping in and your body starts taking over and then at about the 20 or 30 minute mark you start doing like breath holds or um or you just go back to normal breathing and you just drop into this deep deep meditative state mm-hmm. and what it's essentially doing is turning off your um is it the prefrontal cortex is that the like the monkey brain the thing the the, the decision making i don't know why you're asking me <laughs> okay it's the that's the part of your brain that's like the you know always on sort of thinking oh, okay. and so it turns that off and allows you to drop into your deep okay. subconscious oh, right. yeah and so and that's where like that's where the beauty lies you know like that's the, your supercomputer um, but it's pretty hard for us to access that cause we're always in our, yeah, yeah. in our monkey brain. Um, and so yeah, it allows you to drop into that and explore all sorts of really deep ideas and, um, and it gives you like an openness to receive ideas that maybe you weren't receiving before. Um, and yeah, so like the whole energy thing yeah. that again was on the floor just down there. And I was lying you did this there. today, this morning? No, not today. Oh, right. This was like, this was maybe a year ago when yeah, I right. when I had this energy thing. And I was lying there and I had done, did my 30 minutes of this breath work. And I was like back into normal breathing. And I dropped into this deep, deep meditative state. And I, you do all this with your eyes closed. But in front of me, like I saw this kind of like orb of energy come out of my Um, abdomen and it was pretty big it was probably like a meter in like width sort of thing and it was this like moving orb thing with all these like kind of rings around it um and it was just like hovering there and it was kind of multicolored and cool and i i knew instinctively that this was like my representation of my energetic field let's say and then this other like energy came into the space and it like interlocked with the rings of that energy field interlocked with mine and that's what gave me this understanding of like how we connect with other people in terms of our like energies that sometimes you meet people and those rings just clash you know it's Mm -hmm. like cogs of a wheel sort of thing Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. they just go and sometimes they like just kind of like clicking together and sometimes they just like deeply interlink Mm -hmm. And i think we've all had that in life where we meet people and there's that like deep interlocking and you're like how did this happen so quick yes. you know yeah. like how are we so how do we feel that this sense of connection so powerfully and i think it's when it's all to do with like the frequency of those energetic fields and if you find someone who's in the right frequency they they They're interlock yeah. Yeah. yeah so i mean this is like all this is like Obviously, it's all happening in my head. It's all just like visual representations of an idea. But that's how I work. You know, I'm a visual person. And so whenever I'm in these um, states, I see things play out in these like visual analogies or stories essentially. Um, So I'm not here to say that I know what an energetic field looks like, but I know what like to me the representation of that looks like. And it helps me understand um, how... Yeah, how we work.
0: Mm. Does that make any sense? Mm, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's just very um, buzzy in a good way. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm into the buzzy.
0: Are you, like, are you, is wrestler moving into something like this? Like wrestler? Nah. R- wrestler wellness or something nah. like that? I mean, nah. So, well, wrestler's always been about trying to
1: shift the collective consciousness forward. Like, that's our. That's our driver, so we only work with brands who are, we believe, trying to do better things in a better way. Uh-huh. So that's like that aligns energetically. Yeah, true. But it's definitely we're not um, playing as much in the the space, but we have just started yeah. a. Oh, do you want to pause that? Sorry. Oh no, you're all good. Hi. That's alright. Hey. Awesome. <laughs> that's alright. It's just a tour, one of the many tours. Yeah. Really? Um. So we have, Kat and I have started an, another company which is way more aligned with this called Realize and that's, oh, it's actually wow. launching next week which wow. is cool um, and it's an online retreat business and it's partnered with Aroha down in Glenorchy, who are one of the like top wellness retreats in the world um, and it is... Our first, like, MVP is a three-day retreat, which you can do at home or at an Airbnb, get a bunch of friends together or do it by yourself, and we guide you through this, like, perfectly architect arch- architected, perfectly designed um, <laughs> three-day retreat experience. That so, is this a VR thing, though? Like- no, this or- is just, like, a combination of video um audio and written text and so we give you like cooking lessons we give you a shopping list so you go out and buy all the food it's all like raw vegan um so you go out and buy all the food we guide you through how to prepare it all um there's yoga every morning there's journaling there's meditation there's some like philosophy classes in there there is breath work in there as well there's some like walking meditations we encourage you to go on like a hike every day like it's it's actually really it's quite full-on in a really good way and the whole idea right. is that um it's a way more accessible way to have like a really big reset because i don't know if you've ever been to a wellness retreat but no. they are quite phenomenal at giving you like a hard reset and right. this one in out hard down in Glenorchy is life-changing and so kat and i had both been to it and it had changed our lives and, and really helped push us on this journey of exploring all this hippy dippy shit. And, um, and then I ended up talking to Damien, who's one of the founders, and he wanted to uh, kind of democratize the experience because it's pretty, it's pretty expensive, right? right? And it's very high end. And accessible um, to a lot of people. Yeah, and accessible to a lot of people. And so we're like, how do we take the beauty of this um, and give it to the masses and so that's what we've done so it's all um yeah pre-recorded content so once we've created the the retreat once then we can just you know sell it all around the world as many times as we want and then we're going to add a whole bunch of retreats um to this and so yeah there'll be retreats for I'm really excited about a couple's retreat I want that to be one of our um, next one that comes out soon so imagine you know going away for a weekend with your significant other and instead of just like you know, talking about redoing the bedroom for the fourth time and drinking some wine and eating some cheese, you go deep with each other and we help guide you into a place of expansiveness and um, and depth as a couple. And I imagine there'll probably be couples that, on the other side, of that probably end up breaking up as well, which I think is awesome. Um, <laughs> But you know, like really, like let's go deeper with with our with our relationships, um, and then there'll be you know um retreats that are for really niche, well not niche, but like a retreat for expectant mothers or a retreat for an athlete who's preparing for a big event or oh. a retreat to help you set up and then integrate maybe a plant medicine experience um oh. yeah, all sorts, so the the opportunity there is massive and bizarrely there are no like retreat apps on the planet that we have discovered there's a lot of retreats yeah there's a lot of retreats who will do like their own online retreat and it but it will be like it'll just be like a yoga retreat you know and it will be just attached to that retreat center and it's kind of a one-off thing Whereas what we're trying to do is these more holistic experiences which take you through all of the different modalities that give you this whole experience, and I think that's where the beauty lies, and where I've discovered the beauty lies for myself as well is it's not about like these singular things that you do like yoga like or meditation, it's stringing a little bit of everything together to create this oh, okay. beautiful yeah. like holistic wellness package, you know, and that's what damien um, and anna from araha are so like the masters of the craft you know they've spent decades um playing in this space and experimenting at the forefront of both like ancient wellness practices but also like modern um technologically driven wellness practices as well so yeah it's r- super exciting and definitely a space that um Kat and i yeah, are really about. passionate about and as this whole new space that's developing which is the transformation economy and so you know there's the experience economy which is like tourism and um obviously just cool experiences and that's like been a really big um an economy that's grown a lot over the last decade or so but there's this new economy that's forming around people who want more out of their experiences than just like oh I saw a cool thing and I like ate some nice food it's like actually how does this impact me how can I transform in this experience how can i go deeper how can i evolve how can i expand and that's something that i um that really excites me is being a part of that whole movement wow
0: (laughs) oh i don't know that's amazing that's amazing um and pertinent timing too with everything going on in the world People are working at a deficit and in that lack state. Mm. So this is so valuable. Mm. Maybe even more valuable than what you do in your day-to-day, maybe. Mm. Or maybe they're equally valuable in different ways, but... It's cool because they...
1: Work together, you know, like we couldn't yeah, do true, this without true. having this agency that's true, and definitely. this, this content building machine behind us to do it, you know, so it's like, it's all
0: intertwined. So wrestler was always meant to exist in order for you to totally. then, um, totally. and it's called realize. Yeah. Realize. Yeah. Cause it's all about like realizing your like
1: truest self, your potential, your, you know, wow. mm. the contentious part though, is that it's spelt with an S and we are going global, and so um, Americans will get a little confused, maybe. Right. So we'll see how that goes. You
0: downloaded the latest app, Realize. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, is there a website up for that at the yeah. moment? Yeah. Realize. Retreats
1: dot com. Wow. Mm. Yeah, it's cool. It looks it looks really good as well. Like we obviously yeah having having this machine that we have we were able to like really set the bar super high from day one which is exciting
0: yeah yep it's pretty phenomenal what you've done i i don't yeah i don't like to blow smoke up people's asses or anything like that i remember remember meeting you back at wellington fashion week you and kat and you were already you already had this momentum you know I don't know if you had wrestler then but you were work yeah i don't know if you had wrestler back yeah, in that it was, was like a 2012 version. It was a, version a version of, of so Wrestler. okay like, i was
1: like me as a sole trader yeah and then i start and then i turned that into like a company which was called stem creative which was a stupid yeah. name yeah. and then i hated the name and so then i rebranded to wrestler maybe five years in and that was almost seven years ago and so yeah we've been around we've been around like I've been doing this building this momentum for 12 almost 12 years yeah which is a long time it is a
0: long time but it's also a short time really for the the momentum potentially you have from my perspective Mm -hmm. I always would get excited I've been shit at keeping in touch as well but I would always be excited when I would see like you're on the list of the you know fastest emerging growing companies and all that kind of stuff and it's just amazing but the cool thing is um the cool thing to know is that you have a mindset and an approach that goes beyond you know well beyond the idea of you know just growing a company and making lots of money mm-hmm. it's actually cool i had no idea that you lived in this new world and state of mind and that you're launching something that could actually be super super beneficial for people and that's that's fucking great, I think. Um, so, yeah. Thanks. And thanks for letting me come here. Um, nice. And this is a great space. Yeah. Thank and, you. And I'm glad we're double deniming it today. Totally. Actually, we, can I get a... Oh, yeah. Maybe I should get a picture. We can do
1: that in the light. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, thanks, yeah. man. I think, like, it's definitely... I think that one of the benefits of being, like successful at a young age is that I was able to like pretty quickly see that it was kind of a road to nowhere if you know what I mean like something that happened when I um got into the Forbes 30 under 30 was that I was like whoa like I've made it sort of thing and then I like sat in that and I like tried to feel something from that and it was just like nothing and then people would always ask me, like, what does that mean? And I was like, I don't know, like I update my LinkedIn profile, you know, like <laughs> it actually meant like nothing. Wow. And and so it was this real kind of like reflection point for me to go, what is success, you know, and what is mm-hmm. the point of it? And why do we strive so hard for it? And the or a whole bunch of things conveniently happened to me when I turned 30, which just created this massive shift, which was, I had a kid, which was great, but like kids are like mirrors, right? Like they just absorb everything from you. So you really quickly, if you're aware, you really quickly look at yourself in that reflection and go, is this who I I want to be? Yeah. Is this who I want them to, yeah. To, to mirror. Um, so that was powerful. The second one was that I um about 9 months into having this child I was sitting on the beach and I looked down and I saw her cute little fat rolls and then I looked at me and I I had fat rolls too and I was like these aren't cute and I was like whoa I've like I'm not I'm not very healthy and I was a, a very active child and so um over my 20s I'd been so kind of like focused on business that I just lost touch with my my body Mm -hmm. and then i also like i didn't understand dancing like i just like and i used to love dancing but i like over this 10 year period of my 20s i just like i just lost the concept of it like i actually would watch people dance i was like why are you doing that like i don't get that and then finally i because having a kid is hard at one point I really wanted to cry. I think it was again at maybe the 9 months in point where I was like, "Well, this is a lot." You know, I'm trying to be a great dad, I'm trying to be a great husband, I'm trying to be a great boss, like it just all was piling up mm. and I didn't have any of the tools that I have now. And um, and I I like felt this sense of like overwhelm and I remember lying down on the couch and wanting to cry and attempting to cry but gagging because my body didn't know what it was trying to do Really. yeah and I completely lost connection with like myself and with my body and so that was just like a real turning point for me to be like okay I need to do some work on myself Mm. and I need to stop looking outward and I need to start looking inward and for a little while there I just got really selfish and cat notice that but she understood the journey she's always been ahead of on the journey than me so yeah, she's a lot wiser yeah. she understands it all so she yeah. knew that i had to like do that for a bit and yeah i just got kind of selfish and i just like focused on what i needed uh, and i filled back up my tank like i even i think it all it aligned around when i got in that forbes 30 under 30 and on the way back from the forbes um uh conference thing in hong kong i stopped by bali for five days and i just sat next to a pool at a like resort and i didn't leave for the five days and i just listened to pop music for five days (laughs) like it was just like this beautifully selfish thing that i just like needed to do to just like recharge and that was just like one of the things but um yeah, I just wow. kind of went on a journey of like, okay, well, what do I what do I want to feel, you know? Um
0: and, and how, how long did how long did that selfish period last for out of curiosity? Not that long, like like if someone was listening and they were like that's exactly what I need to do yeah. and I'm glad that someone has acknowledged that actually it's a good thing. How, how long does it... I mean, it's I mean, probably like, different for everyone. Yeah, but. different for everyone, I'd say.
1: But yeah, not that long because it doesn't take that long to actually start filling up your cup, you know? Like And yeah, like even even five days. If you, you know, like if you stop what you're doing, put everything on pause and go... Fly over to Bali. Well, no, <laughs> you, could go, you could go to a dock hut for five days, you know? Like you don't need money to, to do this. You can, like, it's just about like focusing on yourself and not focusing on the external world Mm. and like just like looking into yourself and what you want and who you are and that's why retreats are so powerful because um they you turn everything off and you just focus on self and that's what we're hopefully going to do with realize is give people an opportunity so even three days you know is this how long this retreat is that can be enough to create the shift that you need to like refill your, yeah, Yeah. the hard reset, like our, this retreat is called um, rise and reset. And it's all about rising up to like, to the challenge of like looking inward and then using that to just reset like both mentally and physically. And again, like three days is actually, you can do a lot physically in three days to like, to reset like the, the diet that we have crafted um, for realize will give you a full cleanse. Like you'll have some crazy shits in the best way. Um, And yeah. And you will sleep better. You will feel strong by the end of it. Like it will, it will give you that reset. And so, yeah, it's not, you don't need, you don't need to do this for like nine months. Mm. Um, It's something that you can do. But we don't do it. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. Like, we're always living for the external. Whether it's, like, for the external perception of us or actually for other people. But we're always looking outward, you know? And it takes a lot for people to look inward because it's um, it's scary. Because when you start looking inward, there's a lot of shit you don't, don't want to see. see yeah. And so, like, it takes a lot of bravery to to actually do that but then once you get past all that stuff you can start to actually create the version of you that you want to be like I I gave a talk recently when I was talking about abundance at this like business conference thing and I asked everyone at the end like are you living your best life or are you like the best version of you that you want to be and not that many people are but it's like why not Mm. because no one else is in charge of your life, you know? Like, this is a single-player game. As much as we have relationships and families and all these things, like, nobody's actually going to look out for you except you, and nobody's in charge of you but you. So, like, oh, you've a got easy to...
0: That's way to think about it, single-player game, yeah. Mm, yeah.
1: You've um, got to make the calls, you know? No one else can do it for you. So, yeah, I'm really big on the looking inward thing. And then I think it, it requires, like... Regular cadence of doing that and that can be in the micro like daily practices of meditation or it can be every year doing a big you know a week long retreat like Kat and I have a um, an agreement I guess as a couple that every year we we the the other person goes on like away by themselves for like a week sort of thing just to like to reset and to focus on self and to have that space you know Um, I feel like All couples would benefit
0: from that. Amazing. Let's leave it there. But maybe I feel I feel like there's more that there's more that I feel like there's more there to discuss.
1: Yeah. Well, we didn't discuss. We didn't
0: discuss time. We didn't discuss.
1: uh, Well, a little bit of identity and that stuff we just talked about, and what were my other ones? But, well you've the kind abundance. of touched yeah, on to an touch energy yeah yeah yeah. yeah yeah yeah. okay okay so
0: time is the other one we can save time for another discussion we can save time for another time <laughs> okay. because it would be great <laughs> well, to have another time. Conversation. that is the yeah. question <laughs> but <laughs> what <is> time <laughs> are we having the time discussion about time <laughs> this has been fantastic honestly and um this to me is an example of abundant uh, of abundance too because you're a busy person well i know we're not supposed to use the busy aspect but you're running a company you're a dad you're a partner you're a colleague you're a friend you're your own individual but you have allowed me to kind of come in and take some of your time but also you're sharing stuff that is very important to you and stuff that you have actually spent years of effort and and time and resources and money in order to develop yourself and you have shared it on this podcast and that is a perfect example of abundance i spoke to my brother the funny thing is i spoke to my brother on wednesday so we we um, run tag together our own company and he's all about abundance as well in a big way same thing as you it's about this there there is everything and more and it's about uh, tapping into that and wanting to share that with others as well and the more you give the more you receive and it's a beautiful thing that everyone should tap into and talking about gratitude gratitude for things you have and that awareness as well and then yesterday spoke to amy um where we touched on gratitude as well and the positive effects that have and also she talked about um yeah just yeah just a myriad of other things that are to do with that sense of self and that recalibration and then today i talked to you it's a weird it is a, it, it's just been weirdly coincidental that all of these three conversations have really touched on that idea of the law of attraction, tapping into yourself and really being aware, deciding what you want and kind of recalibrating and, and who you who you are and what you want and what's important in life and all this kind of stuff.
1: It's not weird at all, man.
0: It's not weird well, maybe, at all. Maybe the energies or what have you. Exactly. But, but um, th- 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 thanks for being abundant. Today, in 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 maybe what's a small way for you, but a big way for me too, because there are uh, people I hope that will listen to this that will come away with it again and either jump on the Realize Retreat website or think about breathwork or uh, be okay with being selfish for a while in order to get that hard reset or what have you. So, um, and yeah, so thank you.
1: Yeah, yeah. no worries, Ben. Yeah. I appreciate it. I again, like um yeah i I just love sharing this stuff, and if people are open to listening to it, then yeah, I just think it's so beneficial, and I'm not here to like preach anything, I'm just here yeah. to like Didn't come it. across Cra- yeah. yeah, it's like this has been the story for me, and it has just helped me so immensely, and it's all just there, you know, like it's mm. not like we the stuff is all is all free and it's all accessible and yeah i just hope that more people can experience the the abundance really
0: mm. yeah thanks. thanks i
1: also whenever i say abundance i always have a visual of a bun dancing a bun dance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we all need that in that one <laughs> that's that's the next nft the abundance nft there Everybody we go
1: one's <laughs>